Welcome to the Mind Her Business Podcast, the go-to podcast for female entrepreneurs looking to scale their business while taking care of your mindset, your health, and your family. Honestly, it's just trying to keep your head above water. So go ahead and pour yourself a cup of coffee or make your favorite cocktail. We don't judge. It's time to become the holistic CEO you're meant to be. All right. I think we're officially live as I run my chin into the microphone. You know, this whole new setup, I got to get used to it. You trying to get comfy? We, uh, you know, we're newbies to this whole podcast space. And I feel like um, as we're going down this path, we're like, is this how they're supposed to be the whole time? Maybe we were wrong. This has nothing to do with today's episode, guys. (laughs) Absolutely nothing. This is my brain and, you know, everything that happens just kind of comes out when I have the microphone in front of me. I mean, we were talking earlier and I pulled the microphone in front of me as we're just having a casual conversation. Like I was on air, but here we are. Maybe you were actually made to be like a radio host and you had no idea. Oh man, I think I would be terrible at that. You think? Yeah. You know, I kind of want to know, you would be really good at it because I kind of want to know what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And I feel like radio hosts can just kind of go off the cuff. You know, my uncle was a DJ and radio host. So it's in my blood. It is deep in your blood. Maybe you need to think about just, it. It's what, a change. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm going to be pivoting my life again. <laughs> yeah. And again, has nothing to do with today's conversation. No. And I don't even think I have a good segue to today's conversation. Too bad I didn't have something Man, better to start out I with. No, if only we would have had a hook there. Am I right? Yeah. But anyways, anyways, <laughs> we're talking today about guilt and dropping guilt yes. of unmet expectations, which I feel like a lot of us probably deal with. Yeah. Just in general. I mean, guilt in general. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've always known this about myself, right? I've always known that I put insane expectations and thoughts on myself, like even to the point where if I go to bed at night and if I'm like, okay, I'm going to work out the next day, I'm going to like, I have this plan. And if I wake up and I'm like, I just don't want to, I don't feel the best. Like I feel guilty about that. Well, we know why. Because I'm insane. No, no. Well, maybe. I mean, I shouldn't say that. No. Um, the verdict stopped. But no, we did that whole, we yes. did those whole quizzes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What was the four tendencies quiz, right? Isn't yes. that Gretchen Rubin? Yes. I hope I'm, I hope I'm um, quoting her correctly. Or I hope yes. I'm getting her name yes. correct. Yeah. But there's a four tendencies quiz and it tells you essentially what category you fit into. Yes. I believe you're either an upholder, an obliger, a questioner or a rebel? Not a rebel. No, you are not. You are an upholder, an upholder which yeah. means that an upholder is somebody who has that both um, inner and outer expectations mm-hmm. that they need to uphold. A hundred percent. And I'm an obliger, yes. which it's outer expectations yes. I meet, but inner expectations I don't necessarily meet. So here's the what thing. What is that like? I, I mean, I don't work out if I don't want to work out. I don't eat well if I don't want to eat well. Do you think about the things a lot or? Oh, yeah. I totally have guilt. I mean, it all ties back to what we're talking about today. I feel like the guilt is still there. I think the person who would not have guilt in this scenario would be like a rebel. Yeah. Because a rebel has zero expectations that they feel like they need to meet. So no inner and no outer expectations. So for me, I feel like in business and just in life in general, because outer expectations are more times than not what we are dealing with day in and day out, right? Mm -hmm. You have a spouse and you have expectations as a mother um, and you have expectations to your house, expectations to your business. And so a lot of those are outer. Yeah. And I know we have a lot of inner too, but a lot more, I think, day to day is probably outer and people get burnt out meeting the outer and then... 
the inner kind of falls. But I feel like that's just me. No, I mean, it makes so much sense. And I mean, for me, I don't know. I have expectations around everything. Like my mind is constantly running. Yeah. It's wild. I wish I had better inner expectations and could hold my inner expectations a little bit better. I think I go through seasons. That's fair. I feel like a lot of people would probably say that where they maybe go through seasons of better, better holding, you know, and meeting those inner expectations. But yeah. And like part of this sparked from, we were actually sitting here yesterday or two days ago. Mm -hmm. And I was like, we need to do a podcast around guilt and how it's not serving anyone. And Brie was like, tell me more. Mm -hmm. And I think what's really interesting is I'm seeing this a lot. I'm seeing this a lot in DMs, um, in comments, just in the online space where it feels like people are deciding that they're going to start a business or they're going to take a course or they're going to do something, right? And then life shows up. And they don't take that action or maybe they do take that action is just delayed. Mm -hmm. And like the way that these comments and everything are being approached, it's like there's so much guilt around that. And that's where that thought just kind of came from is it's like that's not serving anyone. You put that expectation on yourself. It's okay for you to not. It's okay for you to feel guilty about not hitting it, but then you need to immediately drop it because if you keep sitting in that spot, like you're not going to take action from Mm -hmm. there. And I just, then it just starts to like trickle into everything else. Well, and guilt can breed into anxiety. Oh my gosh. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people, when they feel guilty about something, it's almost like they become anxious or they almost think like the what ifs Mm -hmm. and you can't go back. No. We're literally in the present. And I feel like there was somebody who said like, anxiety or no, um, thought about the present or thought about the future is anxiety, right? Or fear of the future is anxiety. That's what it is. Um, and that always kind of makes me think when I'm anxious about something, I'm like, okay, I'm literally worried about something Mm -hmm. that hasn't even happened that could happen in the future. And that brings you back to center. But I feel like guilt a lot of times can spin into anxiety and worry about like what you haven't done. hundred percent. I also think that it's at least for me personally, really easy to sit in a place of guilt because then I'm almost continuing to feed this excuse or this story in my mind that I do not have to take action. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I'm just, I'm letting my mind just kind of play this out. So I know that we pulled together a couple of things and a couple like ways to get out of that, Mm -hmm. like to get out of guilt. Um, Do you, I know we talked about this with like the zesty ginger, all that good stuff, but do you want to kind of share some of the stuff you found? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think one of the things and tips to um, remove guilt around unmet expectations. And I mean, we're talking to this point more so about business, right? But I feel like, honestly, there's guilt associated with a lot of things. There there can be guilt in motherhood. There can be guilt with marriage and all of that. But if we are just speaking to business, I feel like it's so important that once you eliminate negative self-talk, right? Like, I can't believe I didn't do X or how could I ever forget why? That negative self-talk serves nobody, at all. Well, Megan just said that on the podcast yep. too. She literally said that even if you're just saying it in your mind, looking in the mirror, like it has an actual physical reaction. Yeah. So I also feel like that just layers into every single thing we think and we say has so much power. Yeah. And our mind can't 
like our mind isn't being able to decipher what is true and what's false, right? Mm-hmm. And what you say out loud and what you think in your head, yes. which is unfortunate. Weird, right? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I know they say when you actually speak things out or you write things down, they hold more power, but I still feel like what you're thinking yeah. in your mind, if you're 100%. playing this guilt, negative self-talk in your mind, you're not even saying it. You could be positive with what you're saying, but yeah. in your mind, you're feeling this guilt around it. Like we've got to figure out ways to eliminate that self-talk or acknowledge, right? Acknowledge why you feel guilty and move past it and try to move past it without putting yourself down. I've heard some really good advice and I feel like it's something that I need to be more conscious of is somebody said like when you have that thought come through, almost questioning it immediately. So Mm -hmm. like say that you have this thought come through and just, I don't even know, let's, what could be an example of um, like a negative self-talk? Um, I can't believe I, I was on a call with a client and I forgot to mention X or I forgot to post for this client. I can't believe I did that. That's absolutely terrible. The person said that when we like start to have those thoughts to then literally like count to three and then rephrase it again in like a positive way. So I, that's your examples you gave me are really hard. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Let me think of something else um, because mine are very vague, right? Um, I can't believe I slept through my alarm and didn't go to the gym today. Okay. So. One, two, three. How exciting is it that I got to sleep in? My body must have needed that today. I love it. I'm going to say that every single time when my alarm goes off and I smack it and I'm like, not today because my body needs it. No, I'm just kidding. But no, that's good. Yeah. Because it immediately, like you did the same thing, right? But it just feels different. Yeah. I think, you know, my examples were really poor, but there's still ways to rephrase those. I just thought of something. Okay, do it. Okay. So the first one is, I can't believe I forgot to bring up that point with the client. So one, two, three. Three, the conversation with the client was going so well. We didn't even need to cover that one point. I lost it. Because it was going so well. So guess what? I'm going to send him an email and we'll bring this all full circle. Or, you know, you forgot to post something. I feel like that's always a good learning. You know, you could be like one, two, three. What a good learning opportunity. I'm never going to do that with any client moving forward, you know, and it's just like it's a point and you've learned it and you're on. So it also feels actually really good. It feels like it does. It kind of shifts. It shifts the mood in a way. You're spinning it to the positive. I mean, I know that not everything can probably be made into a positive. Let's be honest about that. But I do think more times than not, there are a lot of things that we say that are negative self-talk that we could spin. So I'm going to try to use that. You're going to tell me something and I'm going to be over here in the corner. One, two. You can be like, did you hear me? Yes, I'm counting to three and I'm going to rephrase it so I don't. it doesn't come out poor and negative. You literally did something like that yesterday. I said something to Brie and she <laughs> completely went silent and go and for at least 10 seconds. And then she goes, I'm really trying to think before I speak that I understand what you're saying. I've been telling my son that, and I'm really trying to make sure I understand the question before. 
Well, you know, he always says the things that it's like he knows the answer to. He'll be like, hey, uh, can where's that where's that cup at? And I was like, where do you think you put the cup last? Oh, yeah, it's in my room. And so I've just been kind of phrasing. I mean, he's six, so almost six. So he's still young, but I've been phrasing it like, okay, let's think about things before we ask them so that we start to learn and we can help ourselves a little bit more. But you did tell me something once. You said, one of the things that bothers me is when somebody asks something where they could just like look it up or they could, um, they should know the answer to. And so honestly, that stuck in my mind and not in a bad way, but I'm like, okay, I need to be more mindful of that because the first thing that I'll do is I'll be like, oh my gosh, how do I do this again with deadline funnel? Or how do I do this again with this client? And I'm like, I probably could Google the answer, but Emily's sitting right here. So I'm just going to ask her. So, you know, it's just being more mindful. I don't know. I took us I, on a tangent with I that one. I wish I would have taken a video of it though, because it really was hands down the funniest thing. Because <laughs> I'm, in, we're sitting in silence, but I can see her entire brain working, and I'm like, "What is going on in her head?" Like, I it was a very simple, like I, it was question. a very simple question. Yeah. <laughs> and then that was her phrase after that. I am. So. I'm trying to be more mindful. At least it. that was it yesterday. I don't know if today is going to be the same way. Point number two kind of getting onto this, right? When we get into the negative self-talk, spin it and remind yourself of everything Mm -hmm. that you do. Because again, we can do some things incorrectly, but when we look at everything we accomplish in the day, we accomplish so much. And so just sitting down and maybe even jotting those things out, like what did you accomplish today? Or going through a mental list of what you accomplished. I feel like could really spin things for you. And not just did you accomplish with work, like what did you accomplish as a whole. Yep. Because I think you'll be completely shocked. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people, when we talk about like what we have accomplished, I feel like the list in your mind seems a lot smaller. But when you start to like write it out, and I'm not one for writing it out, but when you start to write it out, you really notice things. And I mean, this kind of brings me back to the whole when you start to talk about what you're really thankful for and what's that list called? I forget what that's called, but there's um, gratitude list. list, You know, it's kind of the same thing. You start to write that out and you go, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for all these things. And it spins your mindset for the day. So maybe start your day with what you accomplished the day before and go, holy moly, I got so much done before you set your intentions for the day moving on. I got so much done. No wonder I wasn't able to accomplish those two other things, right? That's how it goes. Insane. So uh, brings up point three, recognize Mm. your limitations. That's a hard one. So hard. Yeah. So hard. That's really hard, especially if you are a people pleaser like Mm -hmm. myself. It's very difficult to recognize that sometimes not every single thing is going to get done. Yeah, we all we all do it. I feel like as entrepreneurs, if I just work harder, Mm. I'll accomplish more you know, um, that whole growth mindset I feel like is no longer. Um, There's a lot of busy work and things that we think we need to do, but it's not actually moving the needle anyway. But if we just tell ourselves, if I keep working, if I put in those eight hours, those 10 hours, I'll get more done and then I'll be Mm -hmm. more successful. I mean, that's, we all know now. Well, most of us know now it's false. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it also goes back to... I mean, thinking about corporate America, right? You work 40 hours a week, punch in and punch out. Mm -hmm. Like you have the opportunity to not do that here, but I understand how easy it is to like bring that mentality forward. Yeah. Just because you're working harder does not mean that you're actually working on the things that are going to move the needle, bring those sales in and actually Mm -hmm. change aspects of your business. Yeah. And sometimes you just need to take a pause. It's amazing what 
growth can happen when you just take a day. I think that happened. I think that actually happened for us. There was one weekend where you like, you know, I was super quiet on social media. Obviously, you handle the marketing um, of our social channels. And you were like, I was super quiet on social media. But like, holy moly, I feel like we had exponential growth in followers and so many more leads and yada, yada. And it was like, wow, it's amazing. And sometimes you just take a break. Yeah. What actually will happen? Um, So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was really cool. One of my stories with understanding limitation is actually around business for me and being in business, both our business and then also still being an optometry. Mm. And then I had had a little one and I felt like I was spinning. I was going a thousand miles a minute. I was trying to accomplish everything. And I had to finally come to that realization, like something's got to give. And that's a hard one. Um, cause you get a lot of guilt associated with that, right? I had been in school for so long. So I had guilt associated with if I give up optometry, which is what I knew I needed to do. Yeah. There was guilt associated with that. And, um, you know, no longer, I guess, meeting expectations of who I thought my, maybe my family members thought of me, but, um, dropping that because obviously my family needed to come first and I was more passionate about this business, yeah. which is something I kind of had to get over. So there was a lot of guilt and there was a lot of work I had to do on that one. But I think that comes back to, I realized my limitations. Yeah. I could not keep pushing. I could not go that fast, you know, that far, that fast, however they say, um, I couldn't keep working like 80 hour weeks. No. I just couldn't keep doing it. No, it was, I mean, it's actually insane that you did it for as long as you did as well. When you think about it. Yeah. Don't want to go back to those (laughs) days. Don't miss them one bit. (laughs) And then last point, realize that no one's perfect. We see shiny, it's like shiny object syndrome. It's perfect lives on Instagram, right? Uh, That's not real life. Mm -hmm. Nobody's business is perfect. No one is perfect. Nobody expects you to be perfect. Yeah, absolutely. I actually feel like if you are experiencing this really hardcore, I would actually encourage you to like post on social because your business needs it, Mm -hmm. but stop scrolling, stop going through everything because that just honestly escalates and almost elevates like this story that we're telling ourselves right and there's no there's no need for that no I agree not in the slightest Um, I so I think all of this is really interesting right like I am sure as you're listening to this there's been a moment whether it's personal or work where you have found yourself going down this like guilt spiral Mm -hmm. almost and so instead of just leaving the episode mm-hmm. here and saying, okay, best of luck. Yeah. <laughs> we actually came up with some like action items that yeah. you guys can take away. Yeah. Cause I feel like action items are so important. We said this in an earlier podcast, like I can learn all the education, but if I don't have an action item of like my next step to do, I'm kind of at a loss. Hundred percent. So I want to start having some of these podcasts be more, we want to have these podcasts be more short action item um, or action filled. And so I want to encourage you, especially because we're bringing this back to business and work. I want to encourage you to start to um, release some of the guilt and unmet expectations by setting more like realistic goals. And the way that we do that is day to day is more of like a game day list. You want to talk about what a game day list is? Yeah, absolutely. So I use a, well, we both use a daily deposit. Um, and essentially what you do is you outline five things that need to get done today. 
I've always been like a list person, but my lists were like 10 to 15 things because in my mind, once again, it was like the more I do, the more worthy I am. And so this concept was really interesting where it was like, you're not getting all 10 to 15 things done. If you are, it was stuff you're going to do anyways. Yes. So put five things down. We, I feel like have different approaches to it. Yes, you tell yours. Yeah, I like to have one that it's like easy to do and easy to forget. Mm -hmm. So like, it's easy for me to read 10 pages. It's also easy for me to forget to read 10 pages. Mm-hmm. So I always have that one on my list so I can cross something off. And then I kind of feel like I'm getting momentum from there. Yeah. And then I'll normally have like four things that I know need to get done because they're going to move the needle in the business. So it could be like create some TikTok content and publish mm-hmm. it, a uh, newsletter, um, you know, create whatever project we're working on, two things associated mm-hmm. with that. And then at the end of the day, inside of that daily deposit, you put like a W because you won the day mm-hmm. or an L because you lost. And like, honestly, if you lost, it's okay. Yep. Because that means that like you had really challenging things. Yeah. Too high of expectations yep. on yourself or your day got away from you or yep. something happened like it usually does, 100%. right? There's always something that kind of throws you off. But my um, game day list is slightly different than Emily's. I mean, they're similar, right? Yeah. I want to have one to two really quick um, items. So sometimes I make mine things that I've been putting off forever that yeah. aren't even business related. So like sure. I need to call and make an appointment for the dentist for the boys. And it's been on my, you know, long list of to-dos, but I just want to cross it off and then I get some momentum. I actually start my day doing that. And that's nice. Sometimes my whole list, like four of the items are small things. And then I have one huge item too. So I like to kind of look at how much do I think I can accomplish in a day? How much time do I think this one project's going to take me? And then have some other things that can be those quick acting items. So then I feel like I'm hitting those wins. Um, You know, not every game day item can be this short, quick thing that you do. It's going to take some time. But if you set yourself up to at least hit like 50% or more, I feel like then you feel like you're making some headway in your business. A hundred percent. And like the thing that I love to do is if I don't finish all the stuff on my list, that just gets moved to the next day. Same. And I also like to plan out like what are the things that need to be done? Basically like the afternoon or the evening before. Yeah. I found that that kind of helps me like get stuff off of my my mind. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Kind of like a brain dump. Yeah. We've talked about brain dumps in the past, but I we've said this to some of our students and some of our coaching groups too. Like brain dump, yeah. everything that you do in your business or that you're doing in your business when you're kind of looking to hire somebody and see where you can place people. But I feel like that you can really do that in, for your own business. 100%. Brain dump everything you think you need to do to get your business to the place you want it to be and then figure out what needs to be done first mm-hmm. that's going to move the needle. Um, I love brain dumps. Like take an hour, <laughs> literally quiet and just write down everything you need to do. Honestly, I feel like that's one of the most like productive things you can mm-hmm. do. I love them. Especially when you're spinning. Get everything out there. It's so great. But no, a game day list has made a massive change, I would say. And then the other thing too is if you... If you are feeling like you're going through this like guilt kind of circle, I would call it maybe mm-hmm. something along those lines. I don't think so. It's not a square. No. So I don't know if it's a circle. <laughs> routine. I don't know if you guys can see my hands, you know? Um Spiral? I, thank you. Okay. You were like, it's something round. I was thinking. You're spiraling. Uh-huh. I was like, what's that? We could, we guilt tornado is cool. We could we could coin that name. I want to encourage you to actually take some time for yourself. Yeah. I know that when I've fallen into those, it's because I'm waking up and the first thing I do each morning was 
serving other people, mm-hmm. whether that was checking my email because those are other people's priorities, mm-hmm. those are not yours, whether it was jumping in and taking care of the dogs immediately and just feeling like my day was a spiral from there. Like if you can, even if it's five minutes, like take some time to actually brain dump Mm -hmm. to read something that's going to like be really nourishing for you listen to a podcast go for a walk like do something that serves you and I feel like that helps me kind of get out of that spiral as well have a wine night with your friend have a wine night with your friend which is what we're going to do tonight it's a wild Thursday guys (laughs) watch out no we were just talking about this though I feel like it again brings up a good point I feel in motherhood I'm always guilty about doing things that are outside of our family and And I told my husband, I was like, you know what? I just feel like I could go for a girl's night, right? And so I told Emily, I'm like, I'm coming over to your house and I'm bringing a bottle of wine and we're going to have a girl's night. So that's where we're at. No guilt. No No guilt guilt associated with it. Because when you're taking care of yourself, you're just going to be a better mom. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. True. So good. I would actually love to hear from you guys on which one of these tips you're going to take forward this week. Um, Are you going to do the brain dump? Are you going to do the, you know, daily deposit where you're writing down the game day list? Mm -hmm. Um, Which one of these action items are you going to do the one, two, three? What are you going to do? And I would love if you would tag us over on Instagram. I'm Emily VDW. And I'm at Brie Galloway underscore. I didn't think about it. (laughs) And we would just love to know which ones you're going to be implementing be so great. And as always, if you guys could leave us a review, rate the podcast, we appreciate it. We really, really do. It's good talking to you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you could go ahead and leave us a review and let us know what your biggest takeaway was, we'd really appreciate it. And we'd love to connect with you over on Instagram. I'm at Emily VDW. And I'm at Brie Galloway underscore. See you next week. Bye.